Um, that's kind of what we do is we, we like to birth people's dreams and destinies from a place of God's presence. So Glory, Jessica mentioned, uh, we worship God no matter what. As a family, as a community, um, I feel like we can change the next uh, generation. We can change marriages. There won't be divorces if we learn how to love the Lord and worship together in, in a covenant relationship. Like, what if we train these women who are single now to, to feel like this is normal, that we are intimate with Jesus and we worship on a regular basis with the people we do life with? What would happen if marriages regularly worship God together? Um, I think it could, could change the divorce rate. Um, I think it could be amazing. Uh, and so we worship God no matter what. Um, honor is how we, we do life together, have family meals. And we believe out of a place of intimacy with God and out of a place of covenant relationship with each other, we're naturally launched into our destiny. And so that's kind of what we're going to do, um, ask the worship team to be a part of kind of this, um, almost inviting you into our living room on a Friday morning. We do everything in the context of worship. So they're going to start us off with a worship song, and then I'm going to, um, I felt like the first night was supposed to be encounter night, all about Jesus. And tomorrow, there's going to be momentum building into how to step into the impossible. And I'm going to share a very, uh, a story that happened to me a year ago that has changed my life forever. Nothing is impossible after what God did. Um, and so I'm really excited about that. And I'm excited for what God's going to do because I believe he's going to encounter us in a special way. So they're just going to do a song, and then I'm going to come and teach um, in the in this atmosphere of worship, and then just God's going to meet people. He's going to encounter people, people who have never experienced the Holy Spirit. He's going to come. Um, the other thing, too, as we're in God's presence, listen to what's happening. You're going to get thoughts that maybe aren't your thoughts, and you'll be like, that's weird. Even if it's like, go to a vacation somewhere. But in the context of God's presence, write those things down, because a lot of times that's actually Him. It doesn't have to be all super spiritual when He tells us. So we're we're going to be in this environment, and so just pay attention to what he's doing, because God is going to speak, um, and it's going to be beautiful, he's going to show you things, and, and that's the first part of really stepping into the impossible of intimacy with him, so I will turn it over to you guys, and then I'll be right back up in a few minutes. So why don't you go ahead and stand up, because if you're like me, you're born, and engagement is probably going to be easier standing up at this point. We will not be shaken. We will not be shaken. 
out to God, cry out to God with their voice. Tell them that you're desperate for them, that you're hungry for them, that there's no one else that you need or desire in your life but Him because no one else will satisfy. Call out to Him. Jesus, we love you. We need you. If you don't need us, there's no point in us getting together for a weekend with girls on a little conference. If we don't encounter you, so God, we want to encounter you. We have to encounter you, God. We can't live a Christian life if you're not a part of it. So we invite you right now to invade our lives. Do whatever you want to do with our hearts, God. Do whatever you want to do in our lives, in our relationships, God, in our work, in our school, in our play. Lord, we say we are all yours and we surrender all. God, come and invade our lives in this way. Some it's in crying and shaking and weeping. Some it's in dancing. 
sometimes we don't feel it, but we say it's okay. He's in us for He is special in this person. Don't worry what's going on around you. Just keep your focus on Him. Keep your focus on Him.
keep your focus on him. You can keep your eyes closed. Let's try and focus on the face of Jesus. I'm going to read some scripture. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. Because the, the boat was already in trouble because the wind was against him. And they were terrified. They said, it's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. Sometimes when we're in the storms of life, Jesus is there, but we don't recognize him. He appears to be a ghost to us, but really it's Jesus. And he says, it is I, do not be afraid. Take courage. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and called him, Oh, you have little faith, why did you doubt? And when he climbed into the boat, the wind died down. And then they worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Peter was in a storm. And it was scary. And he might have lost his life on that boat. And he sees Jesus. It doesn't make any sense. But he puts himself in greater danger to be close to Jesus. And as long as he held the intimate gaze with Jesus, he was doing the impossible and he was okay. He was safe in the most unsafe situation. Some of us are in very scary situations. Some of us are in storms. But as we fix our gaze on Jesus, we hold our gaze, we hold our focus. Everything's going to be okay. He is our life our truth and our life. And he's actually the way. When we don't know what to do, he is the way. When I was found in Destiny House, I didn't have a car, I didn't have a job, I was getting into debt, I didn't know what to do. All I did is I went to the lake every week because I didn't know where else to go and I spent time with Jesus. I didn't know what else to do. So I went to the lake and I'm like, here I am, Jesus. I sat there in silence sometimes, I prayed, I listened, I waited. I didn't have any answers. But Jesus. And some of us have no answers for the problems or the things in our lives, but Jesus. And when we claim to Jesus, everything's okay. And from that time of desperation, a pattern was born in my life that now I go to the lake every week, not because I'm desperate for a breakthrough. But because I just want more Jesus, and now I can't go a week without not going to the lake just simply to be with him. And so Peter fixed his gaze on Jesus, and when he did, everything was okay. This boat was this man with uh, 
a white, uh, not a white, a yellow like raincoat, and he was the captain of the ship. And I saw Jesus off, off the boat in the middle of the water. And I felt safe on the boat. But I felt Jesus calling me to go in the water. And I started getting off the boat and I got very scared. I got very scared that I was about to let go of my security. I was about to let go of something that was comfortable. I was safe there on that boat. The captain was, I was safe with that person on that boat. But I felt the longing and the desire of Jesus saying, come off the boat, come off the boat. I know it's dangerous, but I want you to come out to me. And so I hesitated. I hesitated on the side of the boat. I was like one foot in the boat, one foot out. And I was still clinging to the boat. I knew I could never get to Jesus unless I let go of the side of the boat. And finally what I did is I let go and I dove in and I swam right up to Jesus. And I stood up on the water before him and we began to dance on the water together. And it was such a beautiful moment of being with him in a dangerous and scary place. But when I'm with Jesus, it doesn't matter. Everything else fades away. It literally doesn't matter. When we have Jesus, we have everything. And when he is everything, he is also our own. Of his glory 
sensibly pervaded every part of my being. And even love and prayer were lost in worship. Then I thought of the time in the Old Testament when the temple was so filled with the God's glory that the priests could not even stand to minister. There is therefore an experience beyond service. And that is the revelation of his own personality to such an extent that there is nothing but adoring worship filling our being. Usually it is a blessed experience to speak in tongues, to let the heavenly song flow out. But there are times when even tongues cease, when his presence is so all-pervading and the atmosphere is so heavenly that I cannot talk at all in any language, but the power of his blessed spirit upon me is so marvelous that it seems as though I was almost dwelling in heaven. Now, who, who in this room is going to trust God for the winged life? You can crawl instead if you wish. God will even bless you if you crawl. He will do the best he can for you. But oh, how much better to avail ourselves of our wonderful privileges in Christ and to mount up with wings as eagles, to run and not be weary, to walk and not faint. Oh, beloved friends, there is a life on wings. And I feel the streams of his life fill me and permeate my mortal frame from my head to my feet until no words are adequate to describe them. I can only make a few bungling attempts to tell you what it is like and ask the Lord to reveal to you the rest. May he reveal to you your inheritance in Christ Jesus so that you will press on and get all that he has for you. We want to live a life without limits. We want to set this to be impossible. It all comes down to starting with intimacy with Jesus. Peter did not walk on water because he wanted to serve or do a miracle or to be impossible. He just wanted Jesus. He didn't know where else to go. So he put himself in greater danger to be closer to Jesus. And so now we're going to continue to spend time in God's presence. And we're going to worship. We're not going to worship because we want a miracle. We're not going to worship because we want the desires of our heart. We're not going to worship because of anything, but simply because He is worthy of our worship. He is worthy of all praise. He is worthy of it all. And we just want to bless Him. We want Him to be pleased with our lives in this place tonight. And so we're just going to continue the rest of the night. Just to give Jesus what is due His name. A life of love poured out because of the goodness that he's already given us. So Jesus, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that you are the one thing. We thank you that when we have you, we have everything. No matter what storms are going on in our lives. God, we thank you that when we cling to you, we're always safe. We're always going to be okay. We have peace that passes understanding. Every decision comes into alignment because we're aligned with the one thing about all of us. So we worship you tonight with every part of our spirit, soul, and body. Come. Have your way.
We want to know 